Warning, the following episodes have spooky content and foul language afoot. Aside from the spooky and foul language you're going to hear, pen names are also used. Here at the Introverted Poets Podcast, we pride ourselves on using pen names. The purpose of the pen names is to enjoy storytelling with no holds bar. Of course, unless you want to go without a pen name. Enjoy. again here with another paranormal experience. This paranormal experience uh, has to do with sleep paralysis. I don't know if you... So sleep paralysis, if you don't know what that is, is allegedly when you are asleep and there's possibly a demon or a ghost or a monster uh, sitting on your chest. Um, This occurs when you're in a very vulnerable position while you're asleep. So um, I have a very scary story to tell you. Um, I've had many experiences with uh, sleep paralysis, um, but this is the most terrifying one that I personally have had myself. So I want to share this story with everybody. I'm going to call this one Web of Fear. So to get started, I just want to let you know about the dream I was having uh, prior to the experience I had before waking up. So I was having this really uh, frightening nightmare um i was asleep and so i was dreaming that like i was at a book signing or like the there was some some author uh he was reading his book and he was doing a book signing um there was this bookstore slash coffee stop shop it looked kind of like old schoolish like you know those like more smaller type of business places right so i got curious i started walking around after you know this book signing in my dream um and i stumbled upon a door um i ended up opening the door and when i opened the door i actually um started to see a bunch of people there and there was like uh there were like i want to say at least a hundred people in that room and they were all covered in spider webs and they couldn't walk or nothing right and um so i started to get a little freaked out you know scared in my dream and i started to me i'm always investigating stuff in my dreams i don't know why uh, maybe i'm a paranormal investigator maybe i'm going through portals maybe i'm trying to solve unsolved mysteries <laughs> in other planets or other universes or parallel universes whatever it may be but i started to investigate what was going on start asking people questions and stuff and then i actually start seeing some of these people walking out um like zombies or something you know and uh, but with the webs and I, I was like this is so crazy you know i was outside i, I remember seeing this, this statue also covered in webs um, i ended up going to some other house and this is an awkward part of the dream and i don't even know what this has to do with any of the scariness of the dream maybe i was feeling extremely vulnerable at that point in in the dream but I was taking a shower, but the shower had a window and there was people watching me. I don't know if it was to add more uh, fear or something to me. But um, after this weird experience, I end up going like I'm walking down and um, towards this house. Right. And it's, it's a huge mansion. It looks like an abandoned house. You know, it's broken down. 
it's it's falling apart and it's huge and it's, it's just very dark it has like a very dark aura around the house and um i just started seeing that you know there's just huge spire web and the gates all covered in webs and stuff and as i'm about to enter and open the gates to go into the house i actually physically feel uh somebody grabbing me uh from my shoulders so i felt like while I was asleep, you know, when someone grabs you, you automatically wake up, right? I legitimately felt like two hands, like physically grab me from underneath the bed. It just like felt like if like there was some type of a spirit or some type of a demon or some, something, something from under the bed grab me from my arms, like from my shoulders, sorry. And I just like, it shook me awake. I freaked out. I started to get scared. I started to get paranoid and I honestly couldn't sleep anymore. I was messaging my friend. I was telling him, man, I had this weird ass dream. You know, I felt a ghost grab me from under the bed. And, you know, I know this sounds like, you know, maybe a made up story, but, you know, I don't know. To me, it felt like something very dark, um, you know, going on in my dream. And I honestly do believe that um, it was a sleep paralysis demon. Um, I've experienced other things with these type of um, uh, demons, entities, uh, I guess I could go on a little bit more like I've, I've had dreams where I nightmares where I have felt like a, a demon coming from under the bed I've had about two or three nightmares of uh, demons trying to pull me from under the bed or uh, trying to silence me not letting me speak or I would open my mouth and I wouldn't be able to scream um I've had other dreams with um I've actually had a, a very uh, paranormal crazy dream where um I honestly do believe in witchcraft and at this point I honestly do believe that somebody had a um, use the Santissima Muerte against me or tried to uh, send her to me um, this is a little bit off topic from the story, but I just wanted to add a little extra sauce to, <laughs> to the pasta. So I might as well throw it in, you know, and I'm having this dream. I'm just going to cut the dream short to the main event, the main point where I saw her. I actually uh, walked into another house and uh, when I walked into this house it was just disgusting it was there was a mess everywhere you know and I, and I saw her and she was floating around and uh, she so she was just like she kind of looked like you know she had her hood on and everything but she kind of seemed more like in a transparent form and she was just floating around back and forth up until she saw me so I looked at her in the face and she tried to come at me to attack me and my brother passed away actually out of nowhere just appeared into like thin air and he protected me from the Santissima Muerte he pushed me out of the door and he closed it now I don't know if you know anything about the Santissima Muerte or you ever heard of that but um, I've heard sometimes that you know she chooses people to I guess try to worship her or I mean I don't know a lot about her but from what I know that she can come to you and choose you and um, I don't know if she was trying to choose me or if somebody was using witchcraft or they were trying to use her to attack me spiritually but that was just another like short you know a paranormal dream that I had or um, experience that I felt like could have had to do with you know sleep paralysis demons so but the main story is the one that actually is um, the one with the hottest sauce because I legitimately that was the first time I had actually felt the spirits or the sleep paralysis demon uh, grab me I've had other experiences I've had more than one experience where um actually um, had another experience like that where I could it was more of like you know um like the Anne Frank times like I saw all of that in my dream like the burning bodies the you know the camps I was trying to escape a camp and then this big monster like uh, 
tried to like sexually, you know, assault me in my dream and I couldn't wake up and now she had to kick my boyfriend of the time to wake me up. But like I was awake, but I couldn't move my body. Like my, like I felt physically awake, you know, but um, the spider web dream, that was the most um, scariest one for me because I honestly felt something touch me and like, I've never felt something of that um, physical nature. But um, I hope you guys like this story. Please like, comment, share this video. Let us know what you guys have been thinking of our stories and our show. And feel free to, you know, add some sauce into the paranormal experiences. Thank you for listening. Let's move back a couple years. And Kim was living at the blue train over here. This I'm telling you, it's, it's over here. You know where that jack in the box is connected to the gas station over here? Um, in the east. Um, or like Saunders turns to that, or I think it's still Saunders, go up on it. Wait, anyway. Fiesta Loop is right across the street in front of it. We were. So, okay, but blah, 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 blah. Let's, let's rewind a couple years. <laughs> and let's say. Like a little bit of time and I said yeah so I can't remember Kidia but I was I was at home and I was calling Kim throughout the day and she was not answering the phone and I was like because yeah. every day I pretty much went over to her house right and so I just decided I'm just gonna go even though like they would you know, was, you know some people don't like them to have company unannounced and stuff like that but like since we hung out every day so it's very odd I just wanted to see what the fuck was going on see Kim I've known Kim since since fourth grade and after sixth grade we lost touch and I didn't see her too like I was in college which was like around that time the time I'm talking about what well, must have been 2008 2009 why not and so and I went to, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Where this bitch is mad, something's happening. I went to her house, I get off, and I see that she is there. Because the, the trailer, it used to be her uncle's, and he did a lot of modifications to the house where they had like a big window in the front, like in the front, next to the front door, a big window. It's like, it's pretty much the whole wall, kind of a tree, it's a whatever. In Kim's bedroom, too, the whole wall facing the back, the whole wall was a window. Not even joking. I hated it. She hated it too. It was the weirdest shit ever. So, so I'm, I'm getting off. I'm walking up, walking up the stairs to the front, and I see her, you know, pull the from the big window. I see her sitting down. She's in the living room on the sofa. She's all just there, staring. Yes. Alright, I think I knocked or maybe I opened the door or she opened the door, but she went to go sit down. She didn't see anything and I was I walked in. And I was like, what the hell, bitch? Like I've been calling you all day, what the fuck? And then because when you walk in, it's plus it's a trailer right? So right away it's like the living room, the TV room, and then it's like the dining room. Once you know, yeah, the dining room slash the kitchen, you know. Because the kitchen has like a little, I don't know, Wall, I guess, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the floor right where the dining table is. I'm like, What the fuck? What? Is your phone there? And she was like, She gets up, What the hell? Oh no, I was like, What? Was it 
it's right there. She's like, David, you'll never believe it. I threw the phone because she got mad for whatever purpose, right? So she, I started getting up and down and asking because I think it was like a government phone or I don't know, it was one of those shitty phones that it would fall and everything would pop out the battery in the back. <laughs> she threw it to the wall, she says, right, like in the dining room. She's like, I threw it to the wall and the phone exploded open like it normally does. She's like, I was looking everywhere. I was literally turning the house upside down and I couldn't find it. She said, but in the room, you walk in and you found it just there on the floor. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> right? I can be whatever because she's very assy. Like, she loses everything. I'm serious. She got out. And then she... She was still kind of moody. I can't remember specific anymore, but she was always moody. Women. Uh, I don't know, but uh, not only that, something to was on. And um, so she's like, ah, oh, she saw, blah, 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 right? She found everything she found the battery in the back of the I think she only found those two, and she couldn't find like the main possibility. That's the thing I found. I was like, what the hell? Why is it over here? You know, no, but I sat down and checked everyone. She started. And then she, she had a real terrible dream that she was in the house, the trailer, and that her sister got there. I think both of them, but mostly Angie, right? Because it's Kim, Angie, and then Jeanette, she's the baby. And of those three, the girls, I guess you can see her, because she has two older brothers. She's like, I, I heard Jeanette's voice. In the dream, she's in the trailer, and then she kept like, walking, like entering, looking for them. I guess it's in the house. So that's like a story. Uh, uh, I think, right? Something was happening. I can't remember what they were saying. I wanted to ask him about this. But then that she was in the living she went back to the living room right before like when I walked when I was getting there she was sitting on the sofa and she was she was in the living room she sat on the sofa and she said that the, an Indian senor came up to her and he opened his mouth and uh, Angie's voice started coming out oh I'm oh, getting chills now and she was freaking out and I was in the front get away. I remember that she was like, get away from here. Oh, we want to put Chava and he would disappear. And then she, oh, she picked up her legs, right? She's sitting on the sofa. She picked up her legs on the sofa. And when she was going to put her feet down, like, para levantarse, and the Indian slid, like, laying down, right? Slide. Was sliding, like, like, below her. You know what I mean? So she was like, ah, but I'm a thing like, the voice was still Angie. It was also Angie. She's like, but Angie, I heard the ball, but it was Angie's voice coming out of the Indian. And what's more trippy too is that that sister has done Bohemia to Kim, Kim's family. I, like, I would want to say, Kim, I said it before, and probably all of us. She's telling me the dream I want, like, hi, what's Hi, I say, Kim, she's like, what's so scary? And last, because in that same trailer house, the it's a blue trailer house. I don't know if it's still this still there. I don't know. <clears throat> if this trailer house even came out of Border Wars. Remember that? Um, we're freaking out. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so she's telling me about the dream. Right? She knows. Carado. Like, no, it was like a bitch. It's all the J, right? It was like, hey! And 
so we're like, okay, they bustled to the outside, right? So we did. We're outside from I still have pictures about that same day. Kim rolling. She was all on my ass and that. <clears throat> I broke it and she was she was gonna roll it or something. That's something. And where we're sitting outside. And her wait, she gets a phone call. And it's her mom. I'm her mom and her dad and they got they woke up. They separated, they divorced. Aguasi was and um at the time they were separated, us again. Her mom always was us very she walked out on them a lot of times as me, but she was just like, I just can't, you know. And this time she left Corpus and she was living this over there in some apartments, right? <clears throat> it was Kim's one of Kim's Dias, I think two of her Dias, this Dia, Nora, who is also a witch, which is funny. Um, she, but she lives over there in Corpus which is two was but we're outside breaking, right? <laughs> We're still thinking about oh, I was not dreaming. Oh, I, I had the red car, and I remember I had the red um, cavalier that was parked in the front of the driveway. Was I heard like a wall, you know, tapping, right? So, was I go to the front and it's a fucking hawk, brown, beautiful, it was like white under yellow beak. Like, I've never seen it, but I was thinking one more time when I was driving to Zapata. And it was on my window. Like, I don't know if either it was chasing something, maybe it was chasing its shadow. I don't know, but it was the onions was hitting the window, and it was the window was, uh, was closed on the passenger. It was on, I'm sorry, on the drivers. But it was, it had like a, you know, on the windows, it has like a rubber lining to the window, right? Push the window down, push the rubber line. That's what I had, or whatever. So I'm thinking now that it was maybe trying to stand up because it was just there. And the the tapping was the windows in the glass. Okay, it was trying to grab that rubber. It was weird. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe it was trying to stand or it just couldn't there. And then I was like, oh, fuck you. And she, again, she was super margada. I was like, you need to get up. You know, I'm not going to be like, I was like, Kim, you need to get up now before it leaves. She got married. I was like, you need to come and see this. She got married. She put the shit down, right? She got up, came over here towards me. The bird started walking to the, through the driveway. It was coming back to the corner, to the street where the driveway meets the street, right? Yeah, I said, but I was just looking at us in the side going on a hole. I know that that room, that trips me up because I'm not very, like, reactive, I guess, for lack of a better word. Like, I was impulsive. Like, I, I went towards it. I had Kim said, this is very odd of her, too. She was like, get away from them. Like, it's it's going to hurt you, right? Like, it's a big part. It really was. It was, like, it, was a, it was a hog, obviously. Because what kind of other big birds would be like that? I mean, I don't know. It had a yellow beak, so it has to be a hawk. I don't know. And it was big, big like an eagle. It was big, like. And she was like, "You need to get away from it. Get away from the dog. That guy child to souls." And I was like, "Who is Siva?" And then I said, "I'll never forget because we saw that." But I was like, "It's the bird with the dog on chino werewolves." We were all very calm, and then it decided to fly. Going to the right, decided to fly. Went around the, the 
the tree and it just kind of was like, oh my god, this is a man. Of course, illusions, right? I mean, it could have flown, maybe it was, but I don't think so because we kept checking the tree. It flew, it was gone. We went back to sit down, and that's when she kept got the call. Blah, 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 and it was her, her mom and her tia who were there. And this is where we were like, I'm not going to be able to get it because there was a big bird, like a hawk, like on the, on the, on the, on the, on the car. And then she was like, But this is not going to be able to get it. They were getting mad at me. She was getting this. Her came small. And then. I remember that she was saying, Nora, right? Again, Nora was there with Kim's mom, and Nora was saying, but that it's a good sign. Kim just goes, that's Vienna. I mean, it's the most basic. Or maybe this is not the right word, like the most generic, so to say, but like, I guess, I mean, of course, it happens to everyone around. I mean, it was tricky, it was still bringing it up to Hello, it is Miss Monroe again with another freaky dream experience. I want to call this one In the Realms Where We Meet. So this story has to do with passed on relatives and childhood friends. Names will be changed in order to protect the privacy of other people, obviously. So some people know that I have this gift and some people don't know that I have this gift where... um. I'm able to connect with people from the other side um, through my dreams. Um, it's usually people that I have a strong connection with or a strong connection to that I can connect with. I haven't mastered these gifts. I cannot just call upon anybody at any time. They come to me when they feel like I need um, a message or they need to express something to me or warn something to me or give me a warning about something. So um, a lot of you may know that my brother, um, he was younger than me, he actually passed away at the age of 28 due to diabetes. He had a heart attack and um, they were not able to save him in the ambulance. Unfortunately, may he rest in peace, Justin. Um, respects. <laughs> I love you. Um, this story is for you. But, um, you know, I had a friend and we grew up together since childhood. We knew each other since we were, I want to say, uh, maybe five years old. Or the privacy purposes, we'll call her Jasmine. Um, she also had a brother. And for privacy purposes, we'll call him Vincent. So we all grew up together. My brother was friends with her brother. I was friends with her. We, we would always, you know, play. We lived in the same neighborhood. And we've been friends for a really long time. So we have a very deep uh, soul connection. Um, and she was very close with her brother, just as I was very close with my brother. They were like best friends. Like my brother was like my ride or die person. But uh, he is the one person that I have the most connection to um, in the spirit realm or in my dreams. Um, I actually have a little bit of control sometimes in getting a connection with him if I call to him or ask for him um it doesn't always come through but a lot of the times he does most of the time he does so it's something that I'm still trying to master but I still have a connection with him I'm still able to communicate him with him through the spirit world um in my dream um state but um so I just wanted to like explain a little bit about the dream and then we'll go back to uh, my childhood friends and how they're involved in this dream so um I was having this dream um where I was sitting at a restaurant and I was with my parents uh we were having dinner and uh, I got up and I looked uh behind me and I saw my brother and he was sitting with a girl and he was having dinner with her and you know I, I was sad I was I was crying I was looking at him and he just told me I'm sorry, Jack, you know, I just, I had to go, you know, and I knew at that point he was just telling me like, Hey, you know, I'm in, in a peaceful place now and this is what's best. And I had to do it because I just couldn't take it here on this earth, you know? Um, 
little other parts of this dream are not really that important, but we'll get on to um, the other part of the story. So um, I ended up going to walking through the restaurant down the hall and I saw her, uh, Jasmine, with uh, Vince and um, my brother's best friend, we'll call him Gilbert. Um, he was also at the table and I remember saying hi to him and saying hi to them. And this was very shortly after her brother had passed. Uh, he passed, I think, I believe about a year after my brother passed away. So it was very, um, I know I skipped that part, but yeah, her brother passed away and it was a very close time frame, you know? So I had messaged her and even before I had even gotten to tell her about the dream, she actually messaged me back and, you know, we're just saying, Hey, what's up? You know, how you doing? And she said, Hey, I actually had a dream about you and she legitimately told me that um she was sitting at a restaurant having dinner with her brother and i was also there like well she was there with her boyfriend and um her brother and i had went up to her table and that i had said hi to her so i don't know if this is a real paranormal experience but it's a very freaky experience i wanted to share with the world and uh i know that um i never know if you guys ever seen that episode of spongebob where they spongebob is like hopping into everyone's dream uh I felt that experience in real life and I just thought it was like very strange and I wanted to share this strange encounter that I had in my dream because it was just, just very out of the ordinary for another person to have the same dream on the exact same night. I honestly do feel the only way that I could explain it to myself was that in this dream state that I felt like this was a place that you would visit your ancestors or people that had passed away. Um, that's the way that I tried to make you know sense of the whole thing but even to this day there's like literally no scientific um expression as to how i could like really um you know explain this it was just something very unexplained just one of those unexplained encounters that you just you know you can't just wrap your head around or figure out uh, thank you guys for listening to my story if you like it please uh, like share and comment and subscribe to our channel hit the notification Okay, everybody, that was Mince Monroe's story about dreams and astral traveling. Now, this next submission about crazy dreams and the sounds of sleep comes from our listener and fan, Vicky. Check it out. Around 2008, I had a dream of going to church, attending services for a funeral, and seeing the Virgin Mary surrounded by water. I made nothing of it at the time. But one weekend, my family got together at our house, and my dad was there. To remind you, my parents were divorced. So upon this family event, my parents were fighting, like always, about money. It's not a conversation worth saying because it's not a conversation I got to hear. I was too busy playing around with my cousins. Then, all of a sudden, my dad pulled me away for a few minutes to tell me, here, give your mom a $100 bill when everybody leaves. And he hid that money underneath the speaker to my stereo. I became upset because I knew that meant my mom was going to be in her damn mood again, saying that no one supports her, my dad doesn't give her enough money, and that she doesn't make enough to support her daughters, and all of that. You may sympathize with that for those of you who have been in that position before, but in reality, in my shoes, my sisters and I didn't receive anything good from those moves, and every help that was given was stomped on by my mom because she would believe it was out of pity. There was literally no winning with her. But aside from that, after that night, I think about a month or so later, at best, my mom gets a call from the Utah State Department. She received the worst news ever and she had to repeat 
what was told over the phone. My father passed away from a car accident in his working truck that fell over two football fields from a dangerous side of the hill where the weather gets so ugly, the road is so slippery. His brakes weren't working properly. His body, his remains were splattered all over that his truck was so burnt up they barely made out his ID. I was in complete denial over his passing. I didn't want to accept it, but once my family had received news about his death, those dreams stopped completely. After three years, I realized those dreams that I had before his death had occurred were like premonitions. It was already a sign and a warning that something tragic was going to happen. But I was pretty naive at that time. I mean, I was only 15. As a girl, what do you really care about? Makeup, boys, getting invited to parties, connecting to a group of friends. I didn't care much about the meaning of dreams until after his death. It was then I started researching and investigating the hidden meanings and clues. From my research, people have mixed reviews. Some believe that it's some sort of divine intervention and that sometimes it's God warning us. Other people believe that it's a dream of a blessing because God the Virgin Mary and Jesus Christ are supposed to symbolize love, peace, and support. So I guess when you're having a dream that seems like it's divine intervention coming into play, pay attention to it all. I mean, all of it. The details do matter. Notice how I mentioned earlier about the Virgin Mary being surrounded by water. The Virgin Mary was a holy person. My dad had major faith in. He even bought my mom a big statue of the Virgin Mary to have in her room when I was in elementary so it symbolized something about my dad. That should have been an obvious clue to me. The water that I said she was surrounded by, that means either your emotions run deep or there is hidden consciousness that lies below the surface. But all this depends on the clarity of the water. These consistent dreams I had at the time were all tied to heaven. So that is also another symbolic meaning of passing. So I guess I can sit here and say when my dad died, he went straight to heaven. Those literal signs were there. I'm not sure if that evil demonic looking thing I had seen in my aunt's car two years ago prior was a warning but I never saw that ugly being again it was so tied to the car that I left with it I'm not sure who bought the car after or if they ever had the same experiences like we did but my aunt never got a call about any concerns about the car or at least none to my knowledge that she wouldn't share today hello guys and once again Filling in for Ilona Jade and Rachel Harris. This is the Geeky Fit Mama. I know my voice sounds kind of weird, but for those of you not familiar, um, we've been recording Spooky Scary since August. So some of the episodes were recorded between August, September, October, and now in December. Today is December 11th of 2022. And I am here to tell you my paranormal encounter with sleep paralysis. I remember... This was back like in 2009, 2010. I don't know why all my paranormal experiences happened there. And then, but that's when they happened. This was when I was dating my then um, high school boyfriend. And it was the same one I was dating at the time that I had my Ouija board experience back in episode three. I don't know if those, if for those of you that caught it December 9th, 2022, that one aired a uh, board game of the occult. It's still up on our Spotify and YouTube or wherever you're listening to the Introverted Poets podcast. But um, it was when I was dating him at the time and I wasn't making the best choices or the best decisions at that time for myself or for my career or anything like that. It was just a bad phase. 
and a bad romance. Ha. Lady Gaga was popping then too. So um, I was asleep here at my house and this boyfriend wanted to marry me and I was like 18 going on 19 super young fresh out of high school and I was kind of like I don't know because me and this guy did not have the best relationship he was always cheating on me always hitting on my friends he was hitting on my friends constantly like nine or ten of them he would hit on and they would always be scared to tell me but I was like but eh, it's not your fault it's his fault anywho um so I was asleep and this was probably one of the last times I ever had a dream because I don't dream anymore. It's been a really, really long time since I've had a dream. And um, so as I was saying, I was asleep and there was like, I don't know where I was, but it was like in a field with a lot of flowers and grass and rose bushes everywhere. And in the middle of the field, there was like a church chapel and it was obviously a Catholic one because it's re like I, I grew up Catholic all my life. So in my schema, it was in my dream and in the schemas that I have in my mind, it was a Catholic church. So then um, and it was like dusk. It was like those pretty hues of red and purple and orange in the sky, more red, like a fiery sky than anything. And in that chapel, um, there was a wedding going on. I was getting married. I was in a veil and the whole wedding get up and my family members were there and everybody was facing the priest and the or the minister, the person doing the, the official, the person marrying the person, the people and the wedding officiant or whatever. And um, then my dream would take me back outside. And I was like, why am I like, why am I back outside of the chapel? And there was another me in jeans and like a tore up t-shirt trying to get to the chapel and stop the wedding and I just couldn't get through any of like the rose bushes because even though they had thorns I was elbowing my way but then the thorns the the vine or the vine of thorns or the string of thorns I'm not into I'm not a herbologist um would wrap around me and pull me down and I'd be like oh my gosh like why can't I stop this wedding I need to stop this wedding for whatever reason the rose bushes thorns would turn into longer vine they would turn into vines of thorns wrap around my arms and my feet and pull me down and not let me get married and just as they were about to say um I was about to say I do I woke up from the dream and I turned around and I was like, that was super intense. That felt way too realistic for my liking. And as I'm waking, like, I wasn't even, I'm not into scrunchies. I'm more of a clippy person. So I never have a hair tie on my wrist or anything like that. It's always a clippy clipped onto me somewhere else. And usually on my jeans when I wore jeans. So um, I'm waking up and I feel like weird pressure on my arms. And I'm like, what the hell? So I look and I see marks all over my arms of thorns. Like I, there was thorn markings all around my, my arms and my legs from where I was being restrained by the rose bush. And that really freaked me out. A couple days, like a couple, not, not a couple days, but a couple seconds later, I just went back to sleep. And that's when I started hearing like somebody whispering into my ear, like, dump him dump him break up with him don't marry 
they were saying it in Spanish. They were like, Déjalo, no es para ti. Right in my ear. And that made me wake up again. And nobody was there. So that was my encounter with like a weird dream slash sleep paralysis per se. I've only had sleep paralysis like twice in my life, but I've never seen the sleep paralysis demon. It's just voices that I would hear and me just like, get up, get up, get up. But that happened, the last time that happened was when I was pregnant, but that wasn't scary. But this dream in particular, the one with the rose bushes and the wedding chapel was the one that made a profound impact on me. And I never like got any clarification as to what was really going on there or what was the situation. Hello everyone here in the outro. It is I, Miss Monroe, once again, thanking you all for listening to these stories about creepy dreams on our second to last episode. Big shout out to David Bustamante, Vicky, the Geeky Fit Mama, myself, and of course, you the listeners for making this all happen. Mark your calendars or hit that notification bell. We are going to go live on the season finale December 30th of 2022 at 9pm. We're going to have special prizes, guest visiting, and watching as we watch the final episode of the Introverted Poets Podcast and Spooky Scary Spectacular Volume 3. You're not going to want to miss out on that. As we always say here on IPP, stay safe out there and happy holidays. Don't drink and drive. Oh.